0: Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to the D Commentaries trailer.
1: Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners.
0: We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads.
1: Looking forward to having you join us for D Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod.
0: Welcome back to another mini tourney. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, no, I'm so actually excited about this week's mini tourney. Oh, this is the Tournament Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Nia Demilio. He's Trent Dozier, and we're doing a mini tourney because Our challenge bracket was a 64 seed.
1: MTV's the challenge.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, So uh, this is something that our mini-tourney, this is something that we talk about all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, just personally, and we said we, we gotta.
1: Why not now? We simply must. Yeah. No better time than the present. Yeah. Baby. (laughs) <laughs> Do I make you randy, baby? Do I? <laughs> I don't have a very good impression. But this mini tourney is which Austin Powers movie is the best? Austin Powers movie.
0: Ugh, and we got a Yeah, and
1: for the first time ever, the mini tourney is a triple threat match. Yeah. Three way dance. Big time. Between the original Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, released in 1997. The follow-up, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me mm-hmm. in 1999. And finally, maybe the best uh, final movie in a trilogy ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. 2002's <laughs> Austin Powers in gold member. Yes. Solid gold.
0: It's gold, it's gold, it's gold, it's gold. It's solid, solid gold, gold baby. baby. That gives you a little hint of who we like um the most maybe <laughs> personally
1: yeah.
0: um should we just talk a little bit about our relationship to the austin powers franchise go right ahead nia okay i'll keep it brief i have a brother who i've mentioned on here um because he sucks and Ma- is rude
1: what's his name marcus michael michael
0: right. <laughs> he doesn't suck if he ever listens to this or If my sister-in-law listens to this, which she does.
1: (laughs) Kelsey, whose name I know.
0: Yeah. But Kelsey, you've seen the arguments, and Michael is rude about the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But my brother's five and a half years older than me, and so I grew up watching a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't have seen Mm. until I was uh, older. Austin Powers was one of them. And I know we've talked about this before. Um, We talked about it for the Shrek episode but uh, Goldmember and The Spy Who Shagged Me were the two Austin Powers movies that we had on DVD. Mm. And so I never really watched Man of Mystery, International Man of Mystery when I was a kid. I've seen it like once. Um, but The Spy Who Shagged Me and Goldmember I've seen countless times.
1: Yeah. I also feel like I've seen Goldmember the most. Mm-hmm. Just like the at the time it came out, 2002... That was just like, I don't know. When we were we transitioned from VHS to DVD, I feel like mm-hmm. feel like we had the first two on VHS, mm. and then we got DVD Gold Member, yeah, and we were just spinning it all the time,
0: all the time.
1: But all three are classic. All three are iconic. Yeah. Um,
0: we're not so different. You, you and I. I.
1: <laughs> yes, the franchise obviously starred. Mike Myers as the titular Austin Powers, but also the evil Dr. Evil.
0: And that I feel like is something that I feel like that is the first when I was a kid and someone told me like they're the same person. I was like, whoa. And then like, you know, putting together that he's also a gold member and gold member and fat Fat bastard. bastard and two and three. It's like, man, Mike Myers is so talented, and I'm really glad that he did these. Um, oh, can I tell my Dana Carvey story? Yeah, I. You can watch this on YouTube. There's an. Inter- <laughs> I don't think it's your Dana I know. Carvey story. It's Dana Carvey's story about Mike Myers, but obviously they're Wayne and Garth from wayne's world and they worked on snl together and dr evil is famously his voice is modeled after lorne michaels who is the producer of saturday night live yes and um dana on howard stern this is free public on the internet you can look it up but dana said on howard stern that he was the first person at snl to really do a lorne impression And putting his pinky up to his mouth is something that he just made up. It's not something that Lorne does, but Dana was like, it fit and it was funny. Mm -hmm. And so, um, more than... Dr. Evil is less of an impression of Lorne Michaels and more of an impression of Dana Carvey doing an impression of Lorne Michaels. So, just really... Many levels. Really wild stuff, guys.
1: The levels of separation there
0: just a fun fact for you nerds comedy nerds
1: yes uh the first one the main love interest was vanessa kensington who was played by elizabeth hurley
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was formative for me let's say
0: i'm sure <laughs> I feel like she was so popular and then Hugh Grant cheated on her like th- on the eve of their wedding and then I feel like she got punished for it in the public eye because I never saw her in another movie again. Wow. But I'm... I've seen Hugh Grant in movies. I
1: didn't know any of that.
0: He cheated on her with a hooker.
1: Uh, see, I knew there was a hooker a Hugh Grant story. Yeah, they were engaged. Oh
0: my God. I'm full of celebrity gossip today. Dana Carvey. <laughs> Hugh Grant.
1: Uh, the uh, second movie, "The Spy Who Shagged Me," yes. the leading woman was Felicity Shagwell, played by Heather Graham, who
0: was formative for me.
1: Was also formative for me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And finally, in Goldmember, the leading lady was Foxy Cleopatra. She's a whole lot of woman. Yeah. Played by, known at the time as Beyonce, Beyonce Knowles. Knowles. <laughs> You might know her today as Beyonce.
0: It's really weird. I wonder, like, I wonder if if you guys are big fans of Goldmember, like, when I I know Beyonce is like the queen of music, mm-hmm. and she is such an icon. But I think of her first as Foxy Cleopatra. That,
1: me too. That's fucked.
0: And it is fucked, and it's not fair to her. Um, we're both wrong, but it yeah, is.
1: We're probably in the minority.
0: It makes me take her not as seriously as I should. Mm. And that's my fault.
1: Uh, also, frequently in the movies, we had Michael York as Basil Exposition. <laughs> this is also, I would say, this character. A
0: lot's happening, Foxy. <laughs>
1: this character is why I always have trouble between Basil and Basil. <laughs> and I want to call everything Basil. Specifically from the Austin Powers trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Wagner as number two, famously played by Rob Lowe, young number two. Yeah. When they go back in time in the second one.
0: We won't even get into the Robert Wagner celebrity gossip because everybody knows it.
1: <laughs> and if you don't, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mindy Sterling as Frau Fabissina.
0: Wie geht's a i And good doctor. How are things? <laughs> Not what
1: the club. Uh, and, of course, oh my Seth God, Seth Green as Scott Evil. <laughs> You're
0: causing me seriously psychological harm, dude. Man, what a killer cast. And it's like all those people are those roles to me. I think, like, literally last year I put together that number two was Robert Wagner. Um, because he's just so – he's – that number two is his own person. Yeah. <laughs> the character is real. And, like, Seth Green – I feel like that is the only thing that I've ever seen him in, genuinely. I know he was in Buffy, and um, yeah, I, he was like a child actor. My
1: my number one Seth Green thing is Robot Chicken. Yeah, which, which he created. And is a voice on. Right. Same with Family and Guy. And Family Guy. The voice of
0: Chris. But I feel like S- Scott Evil is the only Actual time Seth I've Green, seen yeah. Seth
1: Green. <laughs> i just yeah. like to point out that not everyone in my gene pool runs like a girl. <laughs> Uh, so that that that's the key cast that's in everything. Now, of course, two big additions in the Spy Who Shagged Me: Vern Troyer as Mini me. me, yes, and in Goldmember, Nigel Powers, Austin Powers' absentee father, portrayed by the legendary Michael Caine. Judo chop, judo chop.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh god, they're just so funny. It
1: reinvented. Or maybe not reinvented, but, like, the physical comedy and, like, the bits and the wordplay in yeah. all three of these movies are incredible. And yeah. I feel like that type of comedy hasn't necessarily aged as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a thing that people seek out nowadays. Yeah. But it was a thing that people wanted uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And this is the best version of it
0: and it i think two things make it um actually stand up well today uh there obviously there's a joke you know there are jokes here and there that you're like oh but as Mm -hmm. as a as a whole like the idea of austin powers i think stands the test of time for two reasons one because it's based on james bond yeah which is which is a beloved franchise that will never go blue, never go out of style. Timeless. Um it's absolutely timeless. Literally and...
1: holding up MGM.
0: Yes. <laughs> By, By a himself. thread. Um and then two, Mike Myers' parents are British and he he is very connected to that um part of his life. Mm. And he often talks about how both of his parents are from Liverpool. And um, I know that that is important to him. Like English culture is very important to him. So I think anytime, like anybody can make a comedy. He. But when you're, uh, lo- when you're, you love what you parody, yeah, it's it's ten times better.
1: And Nia's saying all this because Mike Myers is Canadian.
0: Yes, he's Canadian, but his, his parents, parents are, are from, from Liverpool. Liverpool. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. If you had a vote. <laughs> Which you don't. Yeah. You'd go Goldmember, I'm assuming.
0: I would pick Goldmember. Um, man, they're like, there have been t- I I know Spy Who Shagged Me and Goldmember, like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. I know both of them so, so well. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, Goldmember would take the cake for me. But if I could just talk about Spy Who Shagged Me for a second, I think that the volcano stuff mm-hmm. in the Spy Who Shagged Me is like, peak dr evil i think like in terms of plan (laughs) i think the volcano is superior to lower the globe um and then they end up on the moon right
1: in the second one yeah yeah
0: and like his moon base i just really like i don't know i i like the dr evil stuff in spy who shagged me maybe um Maybe at the same level that I like the Doctor Evil stuff and Goldmember, and then I like everything else about Goldmember more than Spy Who Shagged Me, if yeah. that makes sense. But I will say also Bert Bacharach is in <laughs> the Spy Who Shagged Me. <laughs> and um also The Spy Who Shagged Me has that great scene with um Gia Card Cardinus. Is that her name? Gia Caritas. She's um Spitzer Swallows. Oh. And Man, my... Spits
1: of swallows, baby, which is it?
0: My brother and I, I can't tell you how many times we used to quote, Why won't you die? Yeah. I
1: yeah.
0: mean, both are so quotable, but... There's
1: so many quotes in all three of these movies that are just quintessential quotes Yeah, for, like, my family's everyday life. Yeah, and, you know what I mean? and
0: my relationship with my brother as well. Mm-hmm. But do you want to talk about Goldmember? No. Okay.
1: I mean, I thought... In what capacity? Just, like, well, if you had to vote. No, I, I think I agree. I just feel like I've seen Goldmember the most. I just, like, you know, it's not possible without the original International Man of Mystery. Yeah. And without the original, you know, being successful, which yeah. it was. Right. They got Beyoncé to be in the third one, know. you know?
0: Well, she wasn't Beyoncé right, at Right, she the was Beyoncé Knowles, but. Yeah.
1: It's just, like, you know.
0: This was before, um...
1: They locked down. Crazy Be- in
0: Love came out. They
1: locked down Beyonce and Michael Kane for the third. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's so good, and and it's a beautiful ending to a trilogy. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but we learn a lot, and everybody kind of becomes
1: friends yeah, if you at you the end. Watch them. Go watch them. <laughs> All three of them are worth your time.
0: One time, I'll just tell a story about Trent's family. Um, because I, I a lot of the. So, no, I'll take it back. Some of the movies that Trent's family loves, I also love. But, like, you know, you can't, like, spit with people who aren't yours. You know, like, it's tough for me to, like, sometimes I don't want to embarrass myself by quoting Goldmember, you know? Because it's, like, your thing. Even though it's also my thing, it wasn't our thing. You know what I mean? So
1: Yeah, but it can be.
0: Well, here's my story. is that last year when Trent's brother got married, um there were people in the house and I can't remember why, but they were, someone was like, not you number two. Oh, cause there were people in the house and they were like getting a little bit crowded in here in the kitchen. And then someone was like, not you number two, not you frow. And then I was literally on my way downstairs and I came back up the stairs to poke my head in and say, not you henchman holding wrench. And I was like, I feel, I felt like that was a solidifying moment.
1: Well also, yes. Definitely, and that wedding was just the, the two families, Yeah, and Kyle, my brother, married Hannah, and her family, Her parents are British. Her family is British, <laughs> but Austin Powers was also very important to that household. Yeah. So it's just a never-ending cycle of yeah. Austin Powers being important.
0: Yeah. We love Goldmember. Ooh, shave me from my shelf.
1: <laughs> uh, so how do you think the vote's going to break down?
0: Um, I was doing a little peeking mm. and...
1: Poking around.
0: Man, I, I, I don't want to say because I've already peeked.
1: Great. I feel like in things like this, uh, what am I trying to say here? The, the Dark Knight is what I'm trying to say.
0: I don't know what that means still.
1: So. Batman Begins, good. Dark Knight Rises, good. The Dark Knight is the Dark Knight. Yeah. So I, I, if I had to guess, I people I think people would say Spy who Shagged Me. Really? Because it's in the middle.
0: I didn't. I just feel like I don't know many people who like that movie as much as people like Goldmember. Why
1: won't you die?
0: <laughs> but it is so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll sit.
1: Let's see. Let's take an intermission, I guess. Uh oh. This is not necessary. No one asked for it, but the beat slaps.
0: Intermission. It's our intermission intermission it's time to take a break intermission it's our intermission intermission it's time to take a break snack time water time potty time and party time intermission it's our intermission but now it's
1: back to the show and we're back we're back do i make you randy baby (laughs) here we are the tournament podcast back from intermission and we asked the question which austin powers movie is the best austin powers movie Was it the original Austin Powers International Man of Mystery, the sequel Austin Powers The Spy Who Shagged Me, or the final entry into the trilogy Austin Powers in Goldmember? After three days of voting, you, the listenership, the viewership, the votership, the friendship, the fellowship, the attorneys at Pod have determined that when it comes to Austin Powers films, the best one is with 40.9% of the vote. Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me.
0: Crazy. You were right.
1: Dark Knighted it. It did, uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, actually came second with 36.4% of the vote. And Goldmember only got 22.7% of the vote. Uh, Spy Who Shagged Me beat Man of Mystery by one vote. That that was the difference.
0: That's so, I don't know what's more shocking to me that more people like International Man Man of Mystery or so few
1: people like Goldmember. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, you know, like we said, we have a very specific. It's Quincy Jones. (laughs) We have a very specific love for Goldmember because that's what we, Yeah. that was the one that we watched the most.
0: Yeah. You know? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe other people didn't. I'll Watch say. It the most.
0: I know Quincy Jones and Britney Spears are in the intro
1: for mm-hmm. Gold Member. and Tom Cruise, oh, and Kevin in the Spacey, part and Danny DeVito, and Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: Yes, but uh, the opening sequence to the Spy Who Shagged Me is a work of art. It's he's naked in the hotel. Yes,
1: incredible. Um, After he took really good. Vanessa was a fembot.
0: Yes, yes Austin.
1: <laughs> we knew that.
0: But also like. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna like... Machine gun jubblies! Go to bat for Goldmember again. Like, Fred Savage is the mole in Goldmember. Mole, 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 mole. And there's nothing more iconic in the Austin Powers franchise than nice to meet your mole. I said mole. Don't say mole. I mean, that whole... How he can't get over the fact that... Whatever. Mole. We'll talk about Spy Who Shagged Me. Mole. It's good... Austin loses his mojo, which I think is, like, a very, I don't know, he's, like, falling in love with Felicity, but he won't let himself. And, like, it's very, it's, like, sad Austin Powers. Um, But it's, like, it's cute. And it has has one of the lines that now that I live in Southern California, I really appreciate, which is (laughs) he and Felicity are driving through uh england mm-hmm. and he says you know it, like the countryside of england really resembles southern california because obviously they shot the movie in, in la mm-hmm. um and then will ferrell's in spy who shagged me and it's his well, his three questions yeah
1: he's also an in international man of mystery yeah, yeah yeah it's a reprisal
0: i mean spy who shagged me i'm happy that it won yeah but i am confused about why more people don't like gold number
1: i love in spy who shagged me when dr evil first goes back in time yeah and rob lowe is now playing a young number two Mm -hmm. who was originally played by robert wagner but frau Frau farbissina is is still played by mindy sterling same age (laughs) it's very funny
0: and then of course by who shagged me near the end also like like, which, which number is more iconic? Dr. Evil and Minnie me doing Just the Two of Us? Just or Dr. Two. Evil and Minnie me doing It's the Hard Knock Life? I
1: think Just the Two of Us is more iconic. I
0: think so, too. I think so, too.
1: You and I.
0: <laughs> they also do What If God Was like One of Us? us. <laughs> just oh. a stranger on the bus. do. Well, that's all we got. Um... Congratulations to the spy who shagged me. It really is excellent. Yes. Um, like I said, that and gold member are both really important to me. They really shaped my comedic tastes mm. and sensibilities. So thanks, Mike Myers. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we love our fans. Uh
1: next week is a big one. You guys. For the old tourney bud.
0: <laughs> Not no. Next week's a big week for me personally. Right. Um, I mean, and it's big for the turny Pod. Uh, next week we're talking about the Beach Boys. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, um, I get to talk to the band about the band with someone who loves them i think more than i do
1: so you know she ain't talking about me
0: <laughs> we have wyatt thunder on who is the host of the sail on podcast i know i've mentioned this before but he uh absolutely rocks we little spoiler already recorded the episode and it was like the highlight of my summer so um if if even if you're not a fan of the beach boys I think the conversation's gonna be great. I feel like it, the conversation is like a guide through the beach Boys and I think we give you some pretty good recommendations and some pretty good recommendations of what to avoid mm-hmm. in the catalog as well and um I'm gonna make a little playlist for everybody who's oh. like who's like it's just good vibrations right because mm-hmm. Wyatt and I go pretty deep on some of the later stuff yeah and yeah you haven't heard it yeah he
1: i'm pretty deep i guarantee i will say incredibly biased opinion of you to state however <laughs> i as someone who is not a devout beach boys fanatic yeah would agree i think the conversation was better than i was anticipating in oh, terms good. of in terms of like you know excluding people who don't listen to the beach boys yeah um it was probably more inclusive than our challenge conversation.
0: <laughs> well, that's high praise. Yeah. Um,
1: but it's great. It's good fun. Yeah, I'm excited for the tournament.
0: Why it's so cool. It's
1: it's which Beach Boys album is the best Beach Boys album. That's
0: right. There's 29 Beach Boys albums. Yeah, so, so we... this
1: weekend, go listen to all 29 Beach Boys albums.
0: <laughs> It'll be easier to do than watching all 37 seasons of the challenge. So, yeah, We keep throwing out tall tasks. <laughs> Let's see if
1: people deliver. Uh, so that episode will drop on... Monday, Monday, August thirtieth. Yeah. As we say goodbye to August, we say hello to the boys of summer. So, look forward to that. If this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. Yeah. Please feel free to go back and listen to old tournaments that have already played out. If it's a a topic that you find interesting, um, and we hope to see you on uh, Monday mm-hmm. when the voting begins for the best Beach Boys album uh with all that being said i think uh
0: thanks for joining us on this journey called tourney
1: (laughs) (laughs) congratulations to the spy who shagged me yes heather graham well deserved well deserved and remember
0: may may the thing thing with the most votes win win. baby
1: yeah do i make you randy baby do I Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the trident network the tournament podcast is edited by nia Demilio. the theme music was also composed by nia d'amelio tune in monday to hear about our next bracket which beach boys album is the best beach boys album